We are we back. are in. We are back. We are back with another episode of Subject to Change. Episode thirty one. Let's is, go. It feels like it's been a while. It has been a while. Um, can, been I, can I just turn this up? I can't really hear myself. What one do I do? There you go. Uh, hello, hello, hello. A bit more, a bit more. There we go. Perfect. It's been a while, mate. It's, it's been, been like <coughs> a bloody while. It's been like three weeks. Yeah, and we've been busy. Yeah. We've been in and around. We've been in Melbourne. To anyone that feels that their dating and relationship life has gone to shit and they haven't had the advice they needed, we've just been busy. Yeah, we've been busy. We've Sorry. been busy. We've, we, we've been doing stuff. Sorry. Saving the world and the, the dating atmosphere takes a toll on you sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Just and need to take a break. just gotta take a break. Just thought we'd go to Kansas. Kansas is such a fucking shit hole. Um, it is such a dump. Any, like, it's anyone horrible. that's from Cairns, your little mm. town is not a shit hole. I remember backpacking back in the day, and it, I remember it being cooler. I remember it being better. I just remember it. You were younger. It just being like I think. Well, Lee said he was like when when you guys went out at night, it was like it was getting popping. Yeah, it was popping off in, in the, the day. It just there. looks yeah. like one of those like region areas where you do your farm work and you're like, fuck, this is horrible. Yeah, the Thursday night it started like slowly, slowly get a bit busier. But we like yeah. I just called. I was like, nah, let's go home. Yeah, it's like half eleven. The dynamics of a lad's holiday changes when. More than fifty percent of the men on the holiday are in relationships, are not in relationships, yeah. are are no longer single. Yeah, no, that's fair. I'm no longer yeah. single. I'm dating someone now. Yeah, so, so that's that's happened. There you go, everyone. That's that's happened. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to anyone listening. Sorry to all the fan girls <coughs> that have been messaging the subject to change, wanting to sit in Dan's face. You can no I just, longer do so. I can no longer do that. It's annoying can, because he's starting to moisturize his face. Do you as know well, what I mean? So and it's like, a little bit more oh. comfortable. For certain pleasures. I just feel like our following has just... We've just lost some followers because of that as yeah, well. Yeah, like, slow down. Slow down. The Casanova is no longer... I'm just off the market for now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now. Let's Not see, true. Uh, Not true. Let's see how we go. You never know, but definitely off the market for now. Happy but yes, well. it is good Anyone to be please. back. How have you been in the time that we have been... He's already coughing. I'm ill. I've been like getting over like a really... already coughed and it's not even three minutes into this I know. I've got over like a really, really bad... Had the flu. um, Wasn't COVID. Never tested. But if you don't test, you can't be positive. Same for STDs. (laughs) And uh, like, yeah, I was getting over the sickness. Really ill. But it's good to be back. It is really, really good to be back. Yes, because we were meant to uh, record last week. And I was fucking sick. And then as you a were dog. just like coughing down the phone to me. It's like, you know what? It was horrible. I can't man. be bothered sitting in this podcast trying to edit out your coughs and your sniffles. So that's probably one of the worst I've been in ages. I remember being in like the, the hotel room and the hotel room, the motel room, yeah, when you the fucking the trailer room. park trash that we were staying at. <laughs> and it was fucking awful. Anyway, and I'm I was like, worse. I was having like delusions and stuff and waking up in the middle of the night and like hallucinating. And it was horrible. Just so you know, guys. For everyone listening here and also watching live on TikTok. Yep. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Um, Dan likes to, I guess, over-accentuate every kind of experience that he goes through. So whether that is a, a sickness or an ache <coughs> in his neck or a back, when he has those feelings, he is usually the sickest man that's ever lived. Ever. I don't so, get ill very often, mm, but, but when, when I do, do get do, ill, it's pretty yeah, it's, bad. It's, it's death. Yeah, it's Knocking on death doors. But anyway... We're back. We are back. With another episode. And we had thrown this out to our Instagram followers during the week to find out a little bit of an insight mm. about what causes you to lose attraction 
to someone you're dating or when you're in a relationship. And I preface that by saying we're not talking about X. We're talking about like real like real issues that is almost like a non-negotiable, I would say. Kind of a non-negotiable of, of something that <coughs> someone could do whenever they start showing off these kind of traits that would completely put you off. Yeah. So to start off... Mm. What causes me to lose attraction in dating? Mm. Or... Do you know what? There's a few things that came in off the back of that and I think some of them definitely resonated with me. Mm -hmm. I think that some of the things that cause me to lose attraction in dating is when you can tell the other person don't take, they don't take any interest in you. Mm. So like they're not curious and like deep diving into maybe some of the stuff you've said or into your past or who you are or Mm. your interests or your hobbies. There's no like... There's no interest to really delve into you. That for me, I, think lo- I lose attraction. More of more of like they're just trying to keep it as surface level as possible. Yeah, I think it can be quite surface level. Yeah, yeah I think I don't think maybe they're trying to keep it surface level, but I think you come across people that don't have like the not the ambition, but it's like they don't have this craving to like want to dig in, and that is like a really attractive trait. Yeah, when someone has a craving to get to know bits and pieces about you, like your like idiosyncrasies or your little Pretty habits, well, that's really good. Or like your little bits and pieces, like mm. here and there. I think that's a really attractive trait. And you know, if someone doesn't have that, that for me, I would like lose attraction. Yeah. Do you feel like it's maybe bit. it could be just something to do with the person and them just not really knowing how to even delve in deep it's not even because they're doing it on purpose just because they don't know how to ask the questions or maybe it could be a time in the relationship where they feel Mm. like asking too much would be too intrusive or are you talking like if this has been going on i don't don't know six months seven months eight months or just like early in the start i'd say even like early on i'd say early in the start i guess some some people i imagine would be a little bit um a little bit more reserved mm-hmm. when it comes to trying to delve in too deep too early because mm-hmm. they don't want to see him too intrusive. Yeah. They want to see like they're pushing boundaries. And mm. um, so they're like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll not ask too much just yet because one, maybe they just don't want to know mm. or maybe they just won't ask it because they feel like it's probably too much to know or too much to ask of a person to like expand and maybe a comment that they've made once or twice. You know what I mean? I think that, well, like... Everyone's different, obviously. Everyone's different, but even even like the first few dates, I'll pick up on it and I'll just be like, "Mm, nah, it's just, you pick up very quickly what kind of person they are. And But you're different to other people though. Like you're you're like, like me and you, when we go on, when we go on dates, like we, we don't just like, I find surface level conversation and like chit chat about your favorite color and random stuff like that. Like just very. Dead. Someone asked you what your favorite color is. No, but I imagine if someone did, I would just get the bill and leave. I'd just be like, "Really? Is is that is the type it, of question? Is, is, is this, this where, where we are? are? <laughs> is this, wow, this is stale. This is this is well, yeah. really, we, we've got to the end already. That's that's <laughs> so impressive. this date's obviously over. This just is, asking your favorite color. Yeah, this is uh like. I think that, you know, people can't hide their true colors. I think, you know, people can't pretend to be something they're not. Whether it's the second date, third date, fourth date, mm. three months in, if people have like a natural um, way about them to be curious, that's going to show straight away. Yeah. And you pick that up on the first date. Yeah. And I think that it's not something that may come out later on. I really think people will show you straight away the kind of person they are. First date, second date, third date. But, you know, like if you have to wait six mm. months to get to that point, I'm already done. I'm not like giving you six months of my time for you to like develop that part of yourself. I think the opposite. I think people, I think people are able 
to put on a facade and put on a face hmm. for a longer period of time at the start of a relationship or a start of dating. Hmm. And then it's, it's when they actually start to get comfortable that you really do see the true people, true person, true people that they are. Hmm. I think it's so easy for people, especially if they've come out of a relationship and it may have not been one that um, was successful in, in any sort of way that you can imagine. I think whenever people start going into a new one, they will mm. create a new version of themselves that the last person may have thought, this is a bit shit of what you're doing now. So I think when they leave that and they go into new ones, like, okay, I need to stop doing this. And they will try really hard, so hard to like be a different version of themselves. Some people become a better version of themselves because it's what they want to do. Some people become a quote unquote, I'm putting up bunny ears here, better version of themselves because they don't want to show the real them. And I think... People can do that for the first six months to a year till you start getting comfortable, until you move in with your partner. And it's when people are in their most comfortable states, when they start to let their guard down, you're just like, we're about eight months in and you weren't doing this before. Like, why are you acting up? You know what I mean? So I think it's very easy for people to put on a facade. But again, going back to your point, I do think it's important early on to get, find out a little bit more about the person that you're seeing because it does help you to paint a picture 100%. of who they are like going forward I, th- I think you know a tip for everyone fuck he's going at that sandal wow he's ripped that to shreds yeah I need to buy, buy <laughs> cherry some new <laughs> slight, uh, flip flops a really easy tip for anyone going into dating Ooh, tip we've got a tip be interested in the other person. Mm. Be it's not that it's not fucking difficult. Ask questions. It's not hard. Ask questions. Ask questions. Show interest. And when I say ask questions, it's not like you know an what's interview. Or it's not like an interview. It's like well, where where have you been traveling? You know mm. what's this? It's like if they say something, dive into that. A bit. Show yeah. interest. Mm. Oh, I went to Italy once. Oh, what's, I've never been there. What was like your favorite thing about it? Show yeah. interest into the stuff they're talking about. It's not difficult. And if you can't do that read a fucking book and speak to more people yeah show interest i think whenever people show interest in you on a date especially it just it makes you feel so good about yourself yeah like i'm not massively into talking too much about myself so normally whenever i first meet someone they try to delve in deep i'll answer the questions reluctantly but also it make me feel good like fuck they actually do want to yeah figure out a little bit more and delve a little bit deeper so that is a great bloody tip show fucking interest I think one of mine yeah. is when people make decisions and act purely off emotions. Mm. What do you mean? And, and no logic. So obviously there's a saying where you never make a permanent decision of temporary feeling. Whenever, yeah. Whenever, yeah, whenever, yeah. The, whenever you're in a situation where there's heightened emotions um, and you're trying to sort something out, I don't think anything of value ever comes from that. I always think it's a better idea to take a step back, relax, and then go back into a situation where you can resolve a situation or resolve a conversation, resolve a conflict from a more relaxed and thoughtful mindset. Because if you're in a completely emotional state, nothing that person can say to you will really go in into your head mm-hmm. like you'll hear it but you won't hear it to like understand 
you'll just yeah. hear it to respond. Mm-hmm. So I think whenever you come from things, actually pure, and obviously emotion is emotion. Like you can't make, you're going to make most of your decisions from a mixture of logic and emotion. I think there should always be a balance when people always go into a situation where they're trying to, trying to have an argument or fix a conflict out of just pure emotions, out of anger, out of sadness. It's just like, you need to chill. Because tomorrow you're probably not going to feel this way. So is that something that makes you lose attraction to someone? In yeah, if, if if it seems to be like a mm. like a constant a mm. constant thing with relationships, like every time we have an argument, you're like completely going off left, going off right. You're saying all these random shit. I'm just like chill. I think there's a chill. There's a lot you can learn about someone in an argument, especially when you're dating, because you. There are, I think there are a few different types of people in, in, in an argument when it comes to dating. It's like, what are you trying to achieve? Mm. Are you trying to break something down? Or are you trying to build something up? And I think that's like... Oh, what time was that set? I'll, uh, 13 minutes. I'll repeat that again. <laughs> for people who oh might have missed that. He's been is reading. That there are two different types of people, I think, in arguments in dating. Those who are trying to break something down and those who are trying to build something up. And I think that's that's massive. It's like, are you just trying to attack the other person or are you trying to work as a team together to be like, mm. how can we resolve the issue that's happened and come out the other end of this with something solved? And I think that's massive. And I know myself in my previous, with my previous relationship is that <clears throat> we would just like fight each other, you know, and it would just be like, you know, you're a piece of shit or you're this. And it's just like, we're not trying to build yeah. anything here. We're just tearing each other down. Yeah. And so now it's like, it's so much easier to spot. So now when I have those conversations, I'm always like thinking, cool, I just want to listen to the other person and understand mm. them and explain myself and just like build like a connection on, well, this is how like my boundary, that's your boundary. Can we like appreciate that? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, you know, massive. So that is like a really big turn off. I think when someone, you know, even a, early stages or six months, whatever it is to lose attraction to someone is like, yeah, yeah. to see how they argue. What's their like angle mm. in the argument here? I completely agree. Is it that. just to win? Yeah. Is, is that it? Cause if, if your version of winning it, just is the other person losing, losing yeah, it's, it's a lose, it's lose lose. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're you meant know? to be like one entity. You're meant to be together trying to build something strong. And I do think what's important when it comes to, I guess, having arguments and having disagreements with partners and people that you're dating is like how you communicate with that person as well. Mm. It's like what, what version of communication is going to be the best version that's going to get through to them. Mm. And a lot of the time it's not what you say, it's how you say something. The delivery. Yeah. It's how you deliver it. Like if you were to come to, to someone and say, you never do this, you never say this, you never take out the trash, you never um, wash the dishes, you never uh, give me hugs. They're going to feel attacked and straight away they're going to be right on the defensive. Especially if that person's like an avoidant as yeah, well. Yeah, so like they're going to be like completely defensive things. as soon as because you're, <coughs> they feel as if you're attacking the person that they are. But if you switch that around with the same thing but reword that differently by saying, I feel as if yeah. whenever you don't wash the dishes or whenever you don't take the clothes out of the washing machine and hang them up after I've like collected them from the room, like I feel like you don't you you're not seeing the effort that I'm putting in yeah. when it comes to the housework, and then straight away that flips that whole narrative of like you're not they're a piece them. of shit. You're not attacking them. You're explaining to them what they're doing how, is making you feel from an emotional standpoint. But if you're going in on someone and being like, you never do this, you never do that, you never you never wash the the clothes, whatever, like they're gonna think, well. 
they're, they're just going to come back and say, well, I do this, I do that, mm. I'm at work all day and I come home and do this, you get home before me, and then that's how the argument starts. The key is just to flip how you, how you speak and how you say it, because if you come from a place where it sounds like as if you care about the outcome, then the dynamics of that conversation, how the conversation goes, by and large, will be... 10 times better, I can guarantee you. I heard something a while ago that's like off the back of that, where it's like if you're in an argument or, you know, uh, an intense conversation, debate the situation, don't talk about the person. Mm. Talk about the situation that's happening. Don't be like, you're like a dick. It's more this situation of what happened has caused me to feel Feel like like this. So it's like, look at both of you, look at the situation. Don't Mm. just aim it at each other. And it's such an easier way to have that conversation. Because then there's like, there's no need to like, there's no ego at the table. There's not, well, you're insulting me. So no, I'm just talking about the situation. Not you. Let's just look at the situation at hand. Let's look at what's happened Mm. and then break it down from there. Um, Jordan Peterson, in one of his videos, he said... Oh, um, the Jordan Peterson. This guy's yeah. been on it. He's been doing some work in the background. Oh, mate, scrolling TikTok for yeah. hours. It's good air. Uh, uh, it's a good app. He said, you know, with his wife, he's like, when they're arguing at home, it's like if his goal is to win, he'll lose. Mm. He's like, because if your, my goal is to win and she loses, I have to live with that person after. I have to wake up next to that person mm. with them being bitter and salty. And he's like, the aim of the situation isn't to win. The aim of the situation is for both of you to leave with a better situation than with yeah. what you came into it with. Yeah, and I was like, that's, like, that's, that's, per- yeah, that's exactly what it's meant to he be. Said that in, he said something like that in an interview. He's in fucking one, one of his podcasts, he was talking with them. Um, the guy that wrote Subtle Art, I'm not giving a fuck, Mark Ronson. Mark Manson. Mark Manson. I always Mark, say Ronson. Mark Manson, yeah. Yeah, Mark Manson. And he says, um, for years with his wife, whenever they got into an argument and a debate, he would always win. And it wasn't because he was right and his wife was wrong. It's because he was just always, he's always been a lot better like, at like articulating articulating his thoughts and his feelings than his wife so no matter what his wife would say he was and obviously he's a complete academic he's a very intelligent human being no matter what his wife would say he was always able to rebuttal that and flip it just because of his ability and through academics through learning through psychology all all his research he was always able to flip it and then it goes back to what you said but when he realized that by him winning and her losing there was no like positive outcome from that that's mm. when he realized he needs to start taking a step back listen to what his wife was saying and then come into like an overarching conclusion or an overarching decision on what the outcome yeah. would be i did that in my first relationship i would always win every single argument because mm. i could just, you talk, can just chat shy. I just talk my way out of it and she said that eventually she's mm. like it's not fair you can just you know how to articulate articulate but yourself does she listen way. to what you say because when i listen to yeah, what you yeah, say yeah. i'm just like you're chatting shit <clears throat> no but like you know i was always like she was like you know 20 i was like 21 at the time you know we're both quite young i, I thought you were gonna say nah. that's a lot more mature <laughs> no nah, like nah. a whole year older. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, you know, like my aim, main aim was to like weave, you know, weasel myself out of the situation. Mm. And she would say like, it's not fair. Like, you know, you're better at like in a situation, you know, looking at it and, you know, articulating yourself and potentially like manipulating the situation. Yeah, manipulating. And, you know, I did realize that eventually. I just feel bad. I was like, there's Mm. no win-win situation here. So definitely. Was she quite a queen person? Nah, but she would just get like overwhelmed very quickly. And like when we were having an argument, I could see it would take her a lot longer to like 
like plan out her thought process yeah. where I'm just much better at like react. I'm, I'm a much more like um, reactive person. I'm better at like thinking on my feet basically. Yeah. You're definitely reactive. Yeah. Yeah. And so like she would take ages and then get overwhelmed and stressed. So, you know, when looking at losing attraction and dating, definitely how, how you deal with mm. um, an argument. There was another one that came through and um, I was like, that was definitely one for me. It was when there's low like motivation and someone just always wants to go with the flow and they're like, oh, you know, what do you want to do this weekend? Should we do something nice? Yeah, like whatever. Like, if, okay, if you want to do yeah. something. Yeah, I got, I got the go with the flow thing yeah. like three or four times. Yeah, yeah, go, go with the flow. Instagram. And it's just like, fuck, you know, it just comes down to like showing interest because if you're with someone and I don't think people realize that no, not making a decision is it's making a decision. A decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indecisiveness is a decision in itself. It's just not an attractive one. Yeah. And I can be indecisive about shit I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. But I know that like... <laughs> You're always indifferent. Yeah. Well, like if I'm with a couple of lads, I'm like, whatever, someone's going to decide. Do you want to go uh, kind of and Dan? Yeah, I'll do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just say yes or no. <laughs> I'm... <with coughs> oh, fuck, I need to mute this. Oh, my goodness. You're just coughing his lungs out. Well, yeah. If I'm with a couple of lads, but I, I know like... One on one, if I'm dating someone, and yeah. I know because I've been on the other, under, other end of that, I was like that in my last relationship where it became a really big issue because she never wanted to. She would always organize and she was she would always plan. Yeah, and um, I know what it's like, man. The other person starts to just feel like a mum. Basically, they yeah. feel like the organizer. Were you in, that the whole way through the relationship? Yeah, or towards I, I think the end? no. I think I was that naturally that kind of person. Oh but I also think I wasn't happy with my job, my friends. Yeah where I was living my life Shout and so friends well, exactly yeah um <laughs> apart from you know oh no I've become friends with Jack recently I wasn't really friends with him back then uh, and you know I wasn't really happy with like my lifestyle so that probably had an effect but yeah, you know re- regardless that other person was still in my life and you know that I still had the responsibility yeah in that part of the relationship and I know from her she just always felt like I never cared enough to do anything so you know when you're early stages of dating someone and all you want to do is Netflix and chill or just come to mama watch a movie and we'll get like a takeaway and you know this is like you've already shacked this isn't just to get them to sleep with you this is more like oh should we just watch a film and chill it gets boring for the other person you gotta flip you gotta switch it up yeah do something plan like a restaurant plan like a weekend away even plan like a walk somewhere a picnic somewhere get a massage a night in a hotel get a massage like there's so many things you can do and so now you know with the current person that i'm dating that's a really big thing for me i can't believe to, you said this uh, on the podcast yeah. so that that's a, on the podcast so you know that's a really big thing for me shout out to you where i'm like yeah and i said this i'm like you know this is the person i used to be and i think now i'm a lot more conscious of this yeah. so i'm always like what can i do because I, I said it's not because of them that's the kind of person I want to be. Mm. You're dating someone. That's that's the kind of person I want to be. So every single day I'm trying to pay into that identity. So in a year's time I can look back and I'm like, oh, I've now created that person. Yeah. And at first it might only be one small change here, one small change there. Did but you? That, but that's but that's going to compound interest over a year, and yeah. eventually that will just be like second nature. Did you want to become this version of yourself for the next girl that you dated? Mm. Yeah. Because in my last two relationships that was a common thing that came up. They both said that to me. You know what they say about men? Men change for two reasons, money and women. Yeah. And it's true. Very true. So I thought I want to become that person because the last two have said that and that was like a big breakdown. So that's something I want to work on. So yeah, losing attraction in dating, a big thing is don't be lazy. Mm. Don't be fucking lazy. Your woman 
or your man will become very disinterested mm. if you do not think of anything, like anything at all. And you're always like, oh, well, I don't know, I'm easy. What do you want to do? It's like, no, just fucking make a decision. Yeah. And show some like, you know, just drive. Do you know what someone said? Someone said one thing that causes them to lose attraction is when the energy changes from someone. So when someone goes from, I guess, making a lot of effort and they get comfortable and they start doing less. Do you mean someone who initially shows loads of effort? Yeah, and then, and then it then kind it, of just dwindles down. It's hard. I think that I a think lot, you're probably going to make the same point that I did to this person. A lot of people set the bar very high when they start mm. dating someone, and they and it's like they almost do it to like show off. Don't like pretend to be someone that you're not. Don't do it for them. If you generally want to be a certain way, create that person for yourself, and that will last a lifetime. If you're doing it for someone else, it, it's like, oh, it's like intrinsic and extrinsic. I think it's a, a extrinsic. I think that's the word. Well, whatever it is, it's like you get value from external things or internal things. So if I do this for you, that feeling will eventually die. That like buzz about, you know, me wanting to do it will eventually go. But if yeah. I'm intrinsically motivated, like every time I do that, I get a buzz out of it. Mm. That will last far longer than anything else. And I think that's probably where it comes from. Where is their motivation coming from to do those things with you? Yeah, I think what I said this person was, which I think like your point's great as well. But also, I think what people need to understand when it comes to dating, especially initially, there is that point of courting and you're planning on doing courting. you're, you're doing the most to try and gain this person's attention mm. you're doing the most to try and gain this person's um this person's time mm. so it's natural for people to quote unquote make more effort at the start because that's what you need to do to get someone especially in this current dating environment when there's so much choice you have to sometimes go above and beyond yeah. to get there so and so initially <coughs> when you're making these efforts of like going on these extravagant dates, blah, 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 that's all well and good. But you're doing this to get to a point where you can connect to someone on a very highly emotional level. You're doing it to get to a point where you um, are able to be completely vulnerable with this person. So I think whenever you transition from this court and where everything seems to be um, external effort, the reason why people are doing that is to finally get to a point where they fall in love and they get the emotional and internal um, connection that you get when you actually finally meet someone. So I guess, yeah, the effort from like like an, like an a worldly point of view changes, but really the effort doesn't really change that much because it transitions into something else. Yeah. The effort trans transitions into, I want to learn everything about you, mm. what what you hate, what you love, what's your family dynamic like, where do you see yourself in the future? That's the effort that changes. Yeah, we're not going on dates anymore, but now I'm like, I'm trying to build with you. I'm trying to learn about you. I'm trying to add value into your life. So yeah, maybe the money expenditure might be less. Maybe yeah. the weekends away might not be as what they used to be. But that just because they're they're now putting um, effort in a completely different way and you're getting to that point where you're going to fully trust that person. And for me, an effort of of always showing interest in me, an effort of showing love, an effort of always being vulnerable, an effort of always communicating um, is way better than someone, I guess, not taking me out for dinner anymore yeah. or like not spontaneously booking a hotel for the night. Because I'd rather that than us booking a hotel for the night and having the surface level 16 hours in a, in a room 
and then going back home to basic shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be stuff like that. You know, it doesn't have to be like these big extravagant things. No. It just can be, be like, just like oh, small gestures. Do you want to go play tennis or yeah. something? There's like a court later on. It's good weather. Do you want to go for a dip? We mm. go for a walk later and have like a picnic. It doesn't have to. And those of you who are broke out there, don't be spending mm. half your fucking paycheck on a date. Because no. that will not last. That will not last. Don't be spending all your money if you're broke on these dates. Because you're setting the expectations <laughs> way high. too high. I think it's also a, a matter of finding finding the right balance as well. Sweet because spot. Obviously, when you first start dating as the boy detox says, there's that sense of mystery that you have. Mm. But then the longer you date, you go from mystery to familiarity. Familiarity. I can't even say it. Familiarity. Yeah, familiarity. There we go. Oh, my goodness. But there yeah, we go. Whenever you're dating, you go from mystery to familiarity. Um, I'm just going to give up that word. Familiarity. Yes. I'll just say it. Yeah. In, in, in okay, the... ready? Yeah. So when you're dating, you go from mystery to... Familiarity. Yes, exactly. Um, and I guess, again, it's trying to find that right balance because when you get there, you're in a place <coughs> where you, as I said before, you build that mystery and get to that point. That's where you want to be. Mm. But sometimes you can almost like tip the scale. And when you fall into that like version of a relationship, you can almost like become like sometimes just siblings, like brothers mm. and sisters, because you're so comfortable around each other and you haven't found that balance. So like, it's not even like, a problem that needs to be solved in terms of okay we need to get back to mystery it's like the dichotomy that needs to be managed you need to have that perfect balance of mystery and feeling comfortable with that person but also being like very very sexually attracted to that person mm. but also like knowing everything and anything about that person so i think again whenever it comes to that energy change you need to really delve in deep and figure out is what's the energy change that's actually happened are they actually putting less into you emotionally or are they, or is it just the fact that they're putting, I guess, less money into you mm. or they're maybe spending less in dates and they're not doing those extroverted outlandish things. In, that in, were doing investment can come from like so many different, different places and exactly. it isn't just like a black and white. So yeah. I think, you know, and I think if you are with someone and they only see investment as black and white within, you know, and you don't, well then that's a compatibility issue and that's probably not where you're going to, you know, yeah. you'll probably have to part ways eventually. Would uh, someone losing who they are and not putting themselves first put you off? Yeah, definitely. Oh, 100%. Like, if, if someone doesn't put themselves first, I want someone, I want to be with someone. Their priority is them. them. Mm. My priority is me. me. I need to look out for me. But then, you know, when we're together, we, like, make each other happy. Yeah. Like, that okay. is that's very attractive. Mm. You know, someone who's got their own shit, their own life, their own priorities, their own drive, their own motives. Awesome. Don't be giving that up for someone else because that probably is what got them attracted to you in the first place. place. You know what I mean? And look, for those who, for those who want to be with someone where their priority is not them and they don't, they want to be with someone where their priority is not them, you know. Yeah. And I I do think that's what you want to do. Go for it. Yeah. I do think whenever people put themselves as a priority, um, it's for the benefit of the relationship because if you put yourself first every time, you're going to show up the best version of yourself 100%, to that yeah, relationship. Yeah. If you're not putting yourself first and you're coming in um, second best or third best, um, whatever dynamic your relationships may be, <laughs> we're not just talking about monogamy here, it could be anything. But yeah, if you're not putting yourself first, the version of yourself that you're more than likely going to bring to that relationship won't be what's going to help benefit that and push that forward into the future so i do think 100 percent 
Um, putting yourself first is important. I was looking at some of the other ones that came on. Um, signs of insecurity. It's likely to cause issues down the line. Mm. Yeah. So that's like they're saying, you know, in terms of what loses attraction. I think if someone has insecurities... I think it depends on how they, if they're they not handle de- them. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. It comes everyone down to, has insecurities. Everyone has insecurities. And I think there are those who like own it and who work on it and those who don't. And if we're talking about the ones who own it, like, man, massively. If you, Fine. Sorry, the ones that don't own it, sorry. Oh. If, if, if you have an insecurity, and yeah, like, you know, you can tell if you're... Like, if you can tell if, if you're on a date with someone and someone is really insecure about their height and that comes up in like <laughs> a lot of dates that that you know you know that comes off and that and that hits you know mm. and if you're on a date with someone and they're insecure because they feel like every single guy is a fuck boy and they're treated so badly and they don't trust men that's an issue that they're dealing yeah, with and that comes yeah. off oh yeah it does. and that's that loses attraction massively it's like someone i've, said I've that been actually someone who what puts them off is someone who <coughs> thinks the world is against them. Oh, massively. Just like, shut up. I've been on a date with someone like that before and it's just like, oh, I'm so cautious like everyone around me. It's like, so what are you cautious about? I mean, all right, look, that's good for you. But like, I'm not interested in this date anymore. Yeah. Like, do you? But like, this is not fun for me. I think when people have that attitude though, that's when they start attracting those people as well. Like if you, if you have, <coughs> obviously everyone has insecurities, but if you have this, um, if you're a woman, for example, and you have this attitude that all men are a piece of shit, like more than likely you're going to start attracting the men that are pieces of shit. Mm. I tell you what, the women that I know that love men and like enjoy their company, they nine times out of 10 always attract the good ones. It's the ones that always think men are a piece of shit or think like the dating world so fucked are the ones that have the worst luck in dating. And it's like, it literally is your attitude. Like, or, or chicks I've, who are like, there's there's no good men out there. Or but yes, no they good, are. Oh my God. It's, you know, and, or even like, you know. Look, and then they show saying, you the men they go for. I'm just like, you, you're, literally cho- you're literally choosing them. You're literally choosing Jesus them. This one is the, like, the exact same version of the last one, but with blonde hair. Some like 30 year old. She's like, I don't understand why he wasn't interested. What? You don't understand why Dave, the 19 year old who lives with his mum, wasn't interested in you. <laughs> it's weird that. Because he seems so like mature. And, and into you. Yeah, it's weird that. There's just no good men anymore, is there? But yeah, it just comes, you know, look, we're not just saying like, you know, we're always, you know, we're not just saying that, you know, just, we're just women do this or blokes do this, stuff like that. It's definitely everyone. Mm. But obviously, you know, we're just talking from a male's perspective. But, mm. you know, this happens on, on every on single. Both singles on, on, yeah, on every, on every single side of yeah. it. Um, and yeah, it's true, you know, and guys, you know, I know my, some of my male mates are like, oh, I've just like, there's no good connections out there. And it's like one of my mates, I'm like, let's have a look at the women, women that you, you go, go for. for. Let's have let's a look. Let's go on the Instagrams. Let, yeah, let, let's have a And I'm like, oh, they all seem to have a very common theme to them. Yeah. It's so weird how you're not finding any like, you know, security in that, you know. Um, they've all got daddy issues and are emotionally mm. unavailable. That's weird, that. It's weird that they're not ready to, to, you know, connect with you. You can't expect change if you keep doing the things that you've always been doing. It's people, insanity, you know. Yeah, people people want a different result by doing the exact same thing, mm. and that's not how shit works. Like you work in sales, if you're approaching, uh, if you're approaching the way you sell your software in one way, and for the past two months it hasn't been working, and you're only doing that because I guess that's all you've ever known. Yeah, I'm just too comfortable. You're just like. It's not work. You, yeah, it's not going to work. You'd be work. stupid to think that. Yeah. If I'm if I'm like trying to be productive in my video editing and I realize the way I've been doing this is taking me too long, 
it'd be stupid for me to keep doing this and think I'm going to get a different result. So you can't keep doing the same actions and do, live in life the exact same way mm. and expect different results. If you're looking for a partner and you keep going out to the same places in Bondi, for example, if you keep keep going to Revisi <coughs> and you want to whoa, meet whoa, someone, whoa, whoa. let's Ravises. sorry, not Revisi. Revisi is a cool um, place. Sorry, if you keep going to some random bar some in, the city, bar. Yeah, in the city and you're not meeting a girl or a guy, just stop going to that fucking bar. Yeah, stop going there. Go. Go some go to the places where you would like to I always I actually had this thought the other day. You should go to places where you would like to actually spend time with your future partner. So if you like walk, going for walks in parks, go to fucking park and go for a walk. Because mm. then you might actually meet someone that enjoys going for a walk. If you like to hike, go for a hike. Maybe that's why I've you... never found anyone going to brothels every week. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean, though. If you enjoy yeah. swimming, you go to you go to a pool mm. and start doing lengths. You're gonna meet someone there. You know what I mean? Like you like going to playgrounds. Go to playgrounds. You know? <laughs> Sorry. If you're a single parent, <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're a single parent, <laughs> do that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's creepy. Yeah. Yes. Don't listen to Dan. But yeah, I do think it's important if you're... He's, he's, gonna, he's chewing, he's yeah, swallowing he's gonna, bits he's, of it now. Yeah, he'll throw up later and all oh, that. Gross. Um, yeah, I do think it's important if you're, trying to, if you're trying to find a new path and get new results, it's important to change your mindset and change the things you do in order to get the results that you want. And on to that, if you, if you want to know, I, I don't know if we said it last time, but if you want... I know, I don't think we did. I think if you want to know if someone can make you happy, ask not how you feel about that person, but ask, yourself how that person makes you feel and i think that's really important because you could be with someone and be like this person is um intelligent successful ambitious and that's how you feel about that person but how they make me feel is disrespected Mm. unloved and unseen Mm. and if at that point you can still say to yourself i think that person can make me happy you're fucking delusional (laughs) and i think it just comes down to that so ask not how you feel about that person but ask yourself how that person makes you feel and that will give you the best result someone said that they lost attraction to the person they were seeing when they found out they voted for the tories Oh, that's yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. fair play. Yeah, it's fair. like I would never date a Republican. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> or some of those. I don't think I'd date a vegan, to be honest. Yeah, I get the fear. Like when you mm. go on a date and you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to ask this question," or there's gonna yeah. be a point where you have to figure out, and it's like, it would just make life just so much harder. I know. Go out for dinner cooking you just would never cook with them i know because it's hard yeah if i'm cooking i'm like oh i don't want to cook this just eat some fucking lettuce (laughs) oh what i would do just like cook my chicken take it out and just throw the veg into the sauce like there you go god no i don't think i could date a vegan they'd probably be a feminist did you uh, get any eggs through by the way by the way that that was a complete joke yeah we're joking Uh, vegans are fine no no you didn't know what i said Oh, what'd you say i was like she's vegan she's probably a feminist as well it's just not for me oh my god (laughs) He's joking. This is, <laughs> this is why the people on TikTok despise yeah. you. Um, Man, who's this? Mention me on your damn podcast or I'm leaving. Who's... Oh, okay. Hey, is this is Afro Bomb. I'm guessing that. <laughs> I can cherry. see the picture. That's Cherry. <laughs> well, go on, Cherry. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you actually... She well, actually send, be- send in a question then. Why don't you write a fucking question? Why are you speaking to that? To speak oh, to that. sorry. <laughs> write... Write a question and then we'll. You I, know. Actually, I actually did mention mention Cherry like 15 minutes ago because Oakley is still chewing up your sandals, which I have ordered 
um, your new ones, so that'll be coming soon from the iconic. <sighs> oh, did you get any X the three year anything? Yeah, actually did. I got some X. They were, they were pretty funny. Uh, man, some of the X. So this the thing you put up was like, oh, what what loses attraction? Mm. And we're not talking about X here. Yeah, and some girl messaged me. She went, oh, the first thing I thought was the ick. And I was like, does okay. she realize what? I was like, that's helpful. And I was like, yeah, but what's an ick? And yeah. someone someone said. Um, so one of our mate's girlfriends was like when they slipped on a drain when it was raining. What? So they're just walking and they <laughs> slipped slip. on a drain. Like, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. What? Because they couldn't have fucking balance because it was <laughs> raining. That is embarrassing. Uh, it's just, or someone else said, oh, when the bus stops and they're not holding on to a rail and they just fucking topple <laughs> forward. Yeah. I was like, mine would be Mine would be running for a bus. That's an ick. <laughs> yeah. Running for a, for a bus. bus. Yeah. Jesus. Or an ick, an ick for, for me would be um, <clears throat> when they try to get the waiter's attention and they get ignored. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. That's funny. I'm trying it's to... like, you lack respect. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of what would give me the ick. I when don't know. The, I messaged you saying when they leave the bathroom and there's tissue in the bottom of their shoe. Luke is so disgusting. Why do you think that's Luke? Why would it be Luke? I just thought it was him. No. Oh, because I, I shared that. Tagged him in it and went, oh, I didn't Did hit it. And I was like... Guess who's talking about you? No, just humans in general. Oh, I thought you were talking about him. Why would I care about getting an ick from Luke? He's that's, no, that's why. That's why I was like, "Oh, your housemate's disgusting." <laughs> Someone was like, "Don, oh, um, Luke was like, oh, who said that?" And I was like, um, "He looks Irish and sounds Jamaican." You ever guess? <laughs> um, who do you guess? This he was like fucking piece of shit. <laughs> uh, this chick was like, "Oh, flip flops, flip flops, feet clinging onto the sole of the flip flop." Disgusting. That's oh, fair. What? This is so weird. An ick um, for me with women when the back of their heels or when their heels hanging off the back of their high heels. What is that? What? So like their feet are like too big for the shoe. Oh, that's a bit gross. Heel, and their, heel, <coughs> their heels like hanging off the back. I'm like, they're not your shoes. Oh, if you're on a date with someone and they got like the fresh acrylics on whatever and like or like fake nails. Not a fan of fake nails anyway. And when they've got that and one of them's not there, I'm like, oh. oh! <laughs> one of them's not there. Oh. <laughs> One's falling off. Oh, it's just like, oh. Bit, oh. You look at it and judge them slightly. You'd be oh, like. Disgust. I bet you don't live in a house. <laughs> I bet you're homeless. Were you dragged up. <laughs> oh, you're fucking disgusting. Oh. Um, or like. That's funny. Or like. When someone, do you know what gives me the ick actually? Someone has like natural nails, but like one's longer than the other, and they've got one that's long, one that's short, one that's, and they're not even. I'm like, oh. do people do that? Yeah, it grosses me out. I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. It just creeps oh me God. out. It just creeps me out a bit. I'm like, oh, just keep yourself like. It's not hard to do that. Just you know, just there we go. It's now the clip. It's now the same length. And some people have it, and like one's really long and one's short. I'm just like, Bleh. oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, but right anyway. That's us for the day. That's it. Well, look, for guys, night, thank you afternoon. for joining on TikTok. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thanks for the ideas. Yes, thank you very much, everyone. And, and, and as always, follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Um, like us on Facebook. Give Definitely us five, do. five stars on Spotify. Definitely do. Five stars on Apple Podcast. Yeah. Follow us on SoundCloud if you're also that way inclined. Please do. And uh, also... To the person that stole Oakley's food, he Oh no, I got it back. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was actually at um, Tamaran Post Office. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's so, uh, so funny. You're so not, he, you're not he, his scumbag. He went without food for a week for nothing. Yeah. Oh, bless <laughs> We're him. joking, he got fed. Right, thank you very much, everyone. 
have a nice uh, day, night, or afternoon whenever you decided to listen to this. <laughs> That's it. And that was okay, not Dan Cleason. Goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs>